At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Pet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. From BBC Radio 4, Britain's biggest paranormal podcast is going on a road trip. I thought in that moment, oh my God, we've summoned something from this board. This is uncanny usa he says somebody's in the house and i screamed listen to uncanny usa wherever you get your bbc podcasts if you dare getting ready to take on spring make your first move with the reliable performance and power of steel battery tools from hedge trimmers and mowers to string trimmers and more. Right now, you can save $50 on select battery tool sets. Real steel. Offer valid on select AK system sets through June 16, 2024. See participating retailer for details. When you buy Kroger brand products, you feel like you're winning. That's because they offer proven quality at lower than low prices. In fact, we guarantee that you and your family will love how Kroger brand products taste, or you get your money back. So next time you're shopping for the family, look for delicious Kroger brand products, because they'll make you all feel like you're winning. Shop now, in-store, or online. Kroger, fresh for everyone. This is the Greg Peterson Experience. He was like a god walking amongst mere mortals. He had a voice that could make a wolverine purr. On VSIN, the Sports Betting Network. It is our number three of the Greg Peterson experience right here on VSIN, the Sports Betting Network. And we've got a tremendous hour for you as we're going to be giving you guys a little bit of college basketball, a little bit of basketball, and a little bit of football as Sean Green is going to be joining me in 15 minutes. He does a great job over there at the Sports Gambling Podcast Network. And you take it a look at some NBA to lead things off and then looking at some football as well. So going to have a lot of fun there. And first things first, big thanks to Grant Mitchell. Does a great job over there at Forbes as a betting contributor for them. So he did a nice job helping us take a look at what we're going to be getting in the NFL this week. So we've got you guys covered and we've got you guys covered in terms of college basketball as well as it's a relatively solid slate of college basketball games. And I really think that this game that I'm going to be bringing up might be the one that has the biggest, shall we say, implications of teams that perhaps could make the NCAA tournament as we go 775, 776 on the betting board for this one. South Dakota State is hitting the road. They're facing off against Boise State. The Broncos are between a 5.5 and, and a 6-point favorite, and your total on this game is between 143.5 and 144.5. I do think that 144.5 would be my buy point on the under. I'm seeing mostly 143.5. At that point, there's still a very, very small amount of value to the over, but we're seeing this total going up right now. And with Boise State, it's a team that has played very slowly the last few seasons. Meanwhile, you've got a South Dakota State team in which they're playing at a pace in which it's as if they are double parked. And the only way to avoid getting a ticket for being double parked is if they just continue to run it and gun it. And we did see South Dakota State be able to do a solid job of putting the ball in the basket against another very slow team in Akron a couple days ago, but that said, this is a South Dakota State team that they're in quite a bit of transition as they lose a lot of the guys like Douglas Wilson, Baylor Shireman from last season that allowed them to be so rock solid. Now, they bring back Alex Arians and Charlie Easley. These are a pair of guys that they combined average 16 points per contest of both shot 49 plus percent from three-point range, but on the flip side for Boise State, you bring back Marcus Shaver, a 13.5 point per game score last season. He's pretty much in his 100 million billionth year of college basketball, but someone that from three-point range is able to do a good job shooting in the mid-30s from three-point range to add stability to a Boise State team that among teams in terms of tempo and just raw total possessions per game out of the 358 from last season, they were 333rd. So 
Not a team that was looking to push the tempo. Meanwhile, for South Dakota State, they were a team that they ranked in the top 50 in that metric. So you've got a battle of fast versus slow, and typically it's a little bit easier for a slow team to slow down a fast team rather than vice versa, a fast team to be able to push the tempo. And for Boise State, what else I think is very critical for them, the sophomore, Tyson Dagenhart. Last season, he averaged right around 10 points, five boards per contest as a six foot seven, little bit of a combo player, was able to shoot from three-point range, ball above 40% from three, and take a look at what he was able to do towards the back half of the season, and it was absolutely tremendous for this team as in conference, he was averaging more around 11.5 points per contest. He's able to give you four rebounds per game as well. Now, they are going to be looking to guys like a Lucas Milner, for example, to be able to step up, give this team some more minutes because they lose guys like an Abu Kihab from last season, so that does mean that you're going to have a little bit of varying pieces as to who's going to be contributing for the scene, but they also bring in Mr. Chibuzu Ugbu. Hopefully I'm saying that one correctly, but he's a former top one recruit that comes in from Texas Tech, so he's going to be able to make some nice contributions for the scene. South Dakota State, they brought in a few transfers, not a lot of them made contributions tonight. Number one, Matt Detlinger, relatively solid down low, but that said, Boise State, they've got a very demonstrative home court, and for South Dakota State, lots of travel in this one. 48 hours ago, they were playing in Akron, Ohio. Now they have to go to Boise in Idaho. So that is going to be a little bit tough on them as well. At the 144 and a half that I'm seeing right now at DraftKings, that would be the beginning of my buy point on the under. I personally, I'm going to be waiting to bet the total until the AM, see if this continues to go up and up and up. If it shrinks a little bit more, then I'd be in on the over. And with Boise State, I'm willing to lay up to eight points with them. So I'm going to be in on Boise State in this one. How about if we go to... A game of which I really do like the over on. This is 767, 768 on the banking board. Hampton is on the road facing off against James Madison. The Dukes are finding themselves as between a 16 to a 17 and a half point favorite. And your total on this game is 149. 17 and a half is starting to get a little bit lofty. This opened up at 15 and a half. So we are seeing the money come in on James Madison. And I do think that it is very much warranted for James Madison. I do recognize that their first game was against a non-D1 team that was just completely outgunned, but that said, they were able to win that game by 50-plus points with James Madison. This is a completely locked and loaded lineup, a team that they do a very good job of being able to force turnovers, and one of the biggest things for Hampton is that they had a tough time taking care of the ball last season. They bring back Russell Dean, who was able to give the team 13 points. He's able to pour in there about 4.5 assists per contest, but that said, he also had 3.5 turnovers per game, and you've got big-time question marks as to who is going to be able to take the pressure off of him? You've got one guy that comes in by the name of Jordan Nesbitt. He was a starter at St. Louis last season. 8.1 points, a little bit over four boards per contest. Shot right around 33% from three. And Hampton is going to need him to take a lot of threes because as a collective last year, they were 344th in the country in terms of three-point shooting percentage. You've got Raymond Bethay Jr. He's back after he was able to get to the team right around five and a half points, four boards per contest. And really the only guy that shot above 33% from three-point range, that would be Marquise Godwin, who was able to give the team about eight points per contest. So he's able to do a relatively solid job there. But then said you've got a lot of unproven guys, some like a Trey Thomas as a freshman. He's really going to need to step up for the team. And for James Madison, I really like the way that they've been able to ramp, revamp things as well. They had a tough year last season and their last out in the Colonial, but now they bring in Noah Friedel. For much of the season last year at South Dakota State, he was actually their top scorer. For some reason, I think he fell out of favor, and he did that along with having a little bit of an injury that caused him to really not get any playing time whatsoever towards back half of the season. And they were able to have the beatdown that they did against a non-D1 team with Tyree Iannaccio along with Tyrell Strickland, both being out of the fold. And Strickland, he's someone that has been a relatively well-traveled gentleman, was able to see a bunch of starts during the 2020-21 season, saw a little bit more of a diminished role last season. So we shall see what his usage is going to be this season. But James Madison, they've got a very loaded lineup, in my opinion. They're able to go about 10 or so deep. You now have a little bit of better rebounding with Jarrell Robertson being able to sure things up. True freshman was able to grab 11 rebounds in the team's first contest of the season. Alonzo Soule is able to give you some good rebounds as well to Kyle Molson. He's just Mr. Do-It-All for the team as well. I think that Hampton Pirates are going to very much have their hands full in this one. I did set my total at a 151. I'm looking over at James Madison. On the opener, I was really starting to see some value. I would say shop around on this number because 17.5 is starting to get to the point where I would not be willing to lay it. I'm still seeing some 16s out there. As a matter of fact, where I sit here at Circa, 16 
would still be willing to lay that as this is a number that opened up at 15 and a half and has been going up and up and up. Now let's take a look at another Horizon League team as I actually let off my college basketball previews on the show looking at Horizon League team in Wright State. And now we get to go to good old Ohio for Youngstown State who is going to be playing us at UT Martin. UT Martin between an 8 and an 8.5 point underdog. Dawn's game is 152.5. I like the Penguins here. With the Penguins, I was willing to lay up to 9 with them. Very impressed by Youngstown State and their opening night performance. And we've got Garrett Covington back in the fold. Covington, six foot six combo player that two seasons ago averaged 13 and a half points, right around five boards, was able to shoot in the mid-30s from three-point range, missed all of last season due to injury. Well, most of last season, he was able to play in three games. Let's call it what it is. Such a small sample size that you might as well throw it out. But they did a great job in the transfer portal. Adrian Nelson, he came in from in the conference as he was playing at Northern Kentucky last season. While he was at Northern Kentucky, right around seven boards per contest. Made a statement opening night against Canisius with 16 points, 7 rebounds per game. Now, the defense was a little bit relaxed for Young South State, to say the least. Against Canisius, they gave up 81 points in that one. But we saw UT Martin really struggle with their offense night number one against Pittsburgh. Now, Pittsburgh, a team that certainly is a power conference team. They're going to have a little bit more athleticism than you're going to be able to see out of Youngstown State. But I do think that it is going to be a little bit tough for them to get things going as I just don't know what to expect out of Parker Stewart. Parker Stewart actually began his career at UT Martin. And as a matter of fact, his father was the coach at UT Martin before he unfortunately passed away during the 2020-21 season. I think that there were some COVID implications and things of that nature that was going on there with his father. So he decided that he was going to step away from basketball for a year last season at Indiana. Average six points per contest. Now, it all comes full circle. He's back here at UT Martin, but I have fears with this UT Martin team just down low in general. They don't necessarily have a lot of size. They bring in Ruffin Miguel. He was last season playing over at Ohio, and I believe they spent a little bit of time with Troy as well as he was averaging right around three points, two rebounds per contest at both of those stops. So they're going to need him to really step up. Josh Endicott is a solid performer at North Florida a few seasons ago. It's not, but he will find it here with UT Martin as well. And Jordan Sears, as a freshman while he was at Gardner-Webb, he shot nearly 40% from three-point range. Last year, he shot below 25% from three, and he was off with his shooting night number one as well. As a matter of fact, for this UT Martin team, they won three of 19 from distance night number one. I do think that they're going to be able to pick that up a little bit, but UT Martin, I just don't think he's going to play at necessarily a breakneck pace. And I don't think that Youngstown State is going to be playing at the same tempo that they did against Canisius as well. Canisius is just a very strange team in general in which you don't know what you're going to be able to get out of them night in and night out for this Youngstown State team in terms of total possessions and what we saw night number one. That was one of the quickest team. That was one of the quickest games that we saw on the opening card. As a matter of fact, for Youngstown State, that was a game that involved a whopping 80 possessions. So. I do think that you're going to be seeing things a little bit more slow, a little bit more controlled. The Youngstown State last season, they were outside of really the top 200 in terms of total possessions per game. UT Martin, not a slow team, not a fast team. So I do think that this is a total that's getting up a little bit too high. Set my total at 146 half. I'm going to be diving under. And with Youngstown State, willing to lay it with them. I do think that they've got the advantage down low with Brandon Rush coming in the fold from Fairleigh Dickinson, able to pop some threes for this team. It should allow this Youngstown State team to be able to cover. So looking at Youngstown State along with the under and coming up next, we're looking at a little bit of a different form of basketball. We're going to be diving into some NBA with Sean Green, who does tremendous work over there, over there at the Sports Gambling Podcast Network next here on VEASAN, the Sports Bank Network. At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment. It's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. From BBC Radio 4, Britain's biggest paranormal podcast is going on a road trip. I thought in that moment, oh my God, we've summoned something from this board. This is Uncanny USA. He says, somebody's in the house, and I screamed. Listen to Uncanny USA wherever you get your BBC podcasts. 
if you dare. Zumo Play is your destination for endless entertainment. With a diverse lineup of 350-plus live channels, movies, and full TV series, you'll easily find something to watch right away. And the best part? It's all free. Love music? Get lost in the 90s with iHeart 90s. Dance away with hip-hop beats and more on the iHeart Radio music channels. No logins, no signups, no accounts, no hassle. So what are you waiting for? Start streaming at play.xumo.com or download from the app and Google Play stores today. All you can stream with Zumo play hello it is ryan and i was on a flight the other day playing one of my favorite social spin slot games on chumbacasino.com i looked over the person sitting next to me and you know what they were doing they were also playing chumba casino coincidence i think not everybody's loving having fun with it chumba casino is home to hundreds of casino style games that you can play for free anytime anywhere even at thirty thousand feet so sign up now at chumbacasino.com to claim your free welcome bonus that's chumbacasino.com and live the chumba life no purchase necessary btw void were prohibited by law see terms and conditions 18 plus you're experiencing hoops peterson himself on vsin the sports betting network Watch football with a little bit more on the line by playing in the free Guinness Time Challenge. Just visit DraftKings.com slash Guinness. Set your lineup and watch the action unfold as you play for your share of $115,000 all season long. Guinness made of more. Curves and conditions and other eligibility restrictions, they do apply. See DraftKings.com for details and per usual. Please do drink responsibly as we're back here on the Greg Peterson Experience on VEASAN, the Sports Bank Network. Always great to be joined by this man. It's Sean Green. He does absolutely incredible work over there at the Sports Gambling Podcast Network. A man out there in the great state of California. And I am sorry about Prop 27 and Prop 28 not coming through, but you always come through for me. So thank you so much for joining me. Uh, thanks for having me, Hoops. Yeah, I guess I'll I'll just never gamble. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I don't know. They're 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 really behind the times. Uh, very unfortunate that uh, one day, maybe one day we'll figure it out, but not today. We'll just stick to picking the games, I guess. Yep, let us hope so. And uh, speaking of being out there in the great state of California, what in the world is happening with the LA Lakers? As this team is just absolutely terrible. I know something that you're looking at is perhaps Anthony Davis not being with the team at season's end. And I mean, man, it's just a case where I take a look at these guys coming off the bench and one of their only wins was because Matt Ryan hit like one of the biggest miracle threes that we are going to see in any form of basketball this year, college or pro. And it just feels like GM LeBron James just overstepped his bounds last offseason trading for Russell Westbrook because they honestly had a good core around him. And then you decide, you know what? What has always made me successful in my career is lots of shooting around me. So let's go get Russell Westbrook and trade all these good shooters. And right now it's just a blend that is just blah. Yeah, no, it was it was pretty hilarious to see Matt Ryan uh, come up clutch. Obviously, it's a different Matt Ryan. Uh, and yeah, I mean, I had to I had to double check the the depth chart. I'm like Matt Ryan, who is this guy? <laughs> yeah, and I I jokingly would tease Lakers fans, uh, and I would say they haven't been the same since they got rid of Alex Caruso. And I was kind of busting their chops, but I really think there's something to that. Like a a hustle guy like Alex Caruso who gets you 50-50 balls play and is a willing defender is exactly what this team needs. And now you have Anthony Davis who. I don't know what happened to Anthony Davis's offensive game. Like he's just not shooting. Um, you know, all the all, all the type of looks he's getting are either contested or just like he he can't create any offense for himself. It's 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 mind-boggling and then LeBron is kind of just sitting back in cruise control. I think they are seriously considering trading um Anthony Davis cuz it seems like that's their only way out right now and then LeBron, you know, this ship is sinking and I think he's kind of weighing his options because he does want to play uh, with his son, Bronny, and we'll see you know, when and if he gets drafted and what his move is there. But I, he's not going to be here for the long term. So if you're the Lakers, do you really mortgage your future even more to, to build around LeBron? Like they're kind of running out of options. Yeah, and they're running out of ways to be able to find wins as well because, I mean, this is a punch that it's been going so badly for them. And I take a look at the Lakers being a – right now about a four and a half to a five point underdog against the Clippers. A lot of books, they don't have this up just because got injury concerns with the Los Angeles Clippers and 
I mean, just for the entirety of the season, you should be checking in on load management when you've got Kawhi Leonard along with Paul George on the roster. You just have no idea if those guys are going out there. But, I mean, even if you do have a little bit of a depleted Clippers bunch, I just can't even start to take a look at the Lakers only getting four and a half on the road. Yeah, yeah. I mean, it is obviously, you know, it's on the road, but it's I don't know who's going to show up to this game. It is hilarious living in Los Angeles. I see these uh, Kawhi Leonard billboards that say claw for every inch. It's like, what What are you talking about? You're sitting out the majority of regular season games, claw for every inch. Let's see if you get to 40 games. Um, I, I was, I was kind of down on the Clippers in the future market, at least like win total stuff, because it was clear they were going to just nurse Kawhi through this regular season and, and just try and make a run there in the playoffs and, and, you know, really not worry about the seating. So I, I don't know what you're going to get out of this Clippers team. Minus four and a half, to your point, is probably not a bad price because uh, I would imagine they would try and, you know, Kawhi would want to play for this game um, and, and get out there and get a good run and, and test where the knee is at. Like, I can't even grade how healthy the knee is. I don't know if, how much of it is them being precautious and how much of it actually is an issue. But uh, for the pick, I'll, I'll, I'll take the Clippers minus four and a half. To your point, like, who's taking the Lakers right now? Yeah, Ben, to your point as well, it seems like Kawhi Leonard – no timetable for return, which that's yeah. just great. Just <laughs> as per usual, Kawhi Leonard has literally played two games since the beginning of the 2021-22 season. So wait for him to be able to make that money. And hey, now Ben Simmons is making a little bit more money than he should. But the Nets, ever since the Kawhi, the, ever since the Kyrie Irving suspension, they are three and zero. And I was talking about this in the previous hour. I do think that there is something for the Brooklyn Nets not having as many distractions around them right now, just being able to go out there, play basketball without a hundred million billion Kyrie Irving question marks. And I think that that's voting very well for them. And right now finding themselves as a two and a half point favorite with the Knicks. Now I recognize that Ben Simmons is right now a broken player and he is not delivering anything for the team whatsoever. But still, I take a look at the way that the Nets are playing and it feels like they're playing inspired basketball pretty much in spite of not having Kyrie Irving out there. Yeah, I mean, I remember the the first game uh, where Kyrie and Ben Simmons were out. I think there were three point dogs against the Wizards. Uh, went big on the on the Nets there because oh, Kevin Durant at the end of the day is a guy who just wants to play basketball. I know it sounds really simple, but he's at his best when he's just playing basketball. And, but he, you know, he finds himself. Drama seems to find this guy. <laughs> I mean, he's just a walking soap opera. Some of it he creates. Some of it he's attached to. Um, but to, I think not having Kyrie on the floor and then bringing Ben Simmons off the bench, I think is the best version of this Nets team right now. Hey, it's Durant. We don't have to worry about getting anyone else involved. We don't have to really pretend anymore that, uh, you know, Ben Simmons will be part of the offense. You don't have Kyrie Irving yelling at Ben Simmons to shoot the ball. I, I, I think Kevin Durant is just enjoying the idea of, Hey, just focusing on playing basketball and, we see it all the time with great players and, and betting NBA regular season. It's all about situational handicapping, right? It, it's all about finding these spots where these guys are going to go hundred percent on the offensive and defensive side of the court. And Madison square garden seems to get the most out of guys on the road. I know he's just kind of coming down the street here from Brooklyn, but that's still a great environment. And I think a guy like Kevin Durant wants to show up big in that game. I'm uh, I like the nets here and then also probably look to some of the Durant props as well. Cause I, I do think this is a get up spot for him. Yep. I do think so as well. And what else I think has been very intriguing to take a look at to start the NBA season as well. The way that the Cleveland Cavaliers have been playing. Now they're going to be on the West coast. They are going to be playing against the Sacramento Kings. As we're seeing it right now, we're seeing about a five point line in this one with Sacramento laying it or with the Cleveland Cavaliers, I should say, laying it in. What have you made out of this hot start for the Cavs? Because I do think that they're for real. I do think that Donovan Mitchell is exactly what this team needed, and I think that the Cavaliers could be able to keep things going. Yeah, no, they're 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 a fun team to watch, at least early on in the season. Um, you know, to your point, like adding Donovan Mitchell kind of gave them a nice dimension, and yeah, we'll see. You know, going on the West Coast, um, it, it, I don't even know though. Like, who's going to really test them right now? I was going to say, oh, you know, it's going to be tough with the Lakers and Clippers because you're just used to that West Coast road trip being tougher for them. But I, I, I think they're in a nice spot here uh, to go on a little bit of a run. 
Uh, they surprised some people. I was, I think I was on the over for their win total. Uh, wasn't like a massive play, but certainly adding Donovan Mitchell has, has definitely helped this Cleveland team. No doubt about it. And is there anything else in terms of what is going to be a very locked and loaded slate for Wednesday that you're taking a look at? Because we saw no games on Tuesday. They were taking the day off just so that people can vote. A very admirable cause, in my opinion. But that said, any other games that are really catching your eye for Wednesday? Because it is one of the bigger slates that we're going to be finding in quite some time. Yeah, you know, I, I, I think it's not a bad time to look at some of these road favorites. To your point, because they did get that extra rest. They did have that extra Tuesday uh, off there. I mean, Phoenix Suns minus two and a half against the T-Wolves. I know the T-Wolves have had some moments where they've really shown up, but I think the Suns are still on another level. Uh, Kind of a chalky play here, but the fact that you can get the Suns minus two and a half, minus 105, uh, Devin Booker is just impossible to guard, and I don't think anyone can keep up with him on the T-Wolves. So I think coming off the extra rest here, I, I think it favors the Suns. And some of these road favorite teams you may normally look um, to fade because of the travel, I, I think, are uh, are a better bet on this Wednesday slate. So I'll go with the Phoenix Suns minus two and a half. And then before we get you out about 40 or so seconds here, any thoughts on the Bucks laying six and a half on the road against the OKC Thunder? Because with the Bucks, good start to the season, but now they're coming off their first loss of the campaign. Yeah, I mean, this one's a little harder to handicap. I I would go, yeah, I'm going to keep it chalky with these road favorites. But yeah, give me the Bucks minus six and a half because good teams usually bounce back. I mean, you see that all the time in the NFL and to the NBA to some degree. So six and a half feels a little short. So I'll go, I'll go Bucks here. Yep, that's sort of where I am leaning as well. And we've touched upon a little NBA. Now we've got to talk a little football with Sean. He does a great job over there at the Sports Gambling Podcast Network. We've got a big jam-packed weekend that is a part of just 27 straight days of football with a game. And we're going to be hitting upon that next here on VEASAN, the Sports Bank Network. You're experiencing Hoops Peterson himself on VEASAN, the Sports Betting Network. It is the college basketball season. It has tipped off, and now is the time to get the college basketball betting guide as we've got you covered with over 400 pages of information with odds, trends, power rankings, and analysis for all 363 D1 teams. I have been hard at work on this for a long time. At Humans has been Adam Burke, all of us here at VEASAN. We got you guys covered with all the 60 coaching changes, conference champions, tournament teams, breakdown, win totals, futures, and so much more. Only way to get the guide is by becoming a VEASAN Pro subscriber. Sign up for just $79 and get VEASAN Pro access to everything that we do all the way through the Super Bowl. Sign up today at VEASAN.com slash subscribe. As we're being rejoined now by our good friend, Sean Green, over at the Sports Gambling Podcast Network right here on the Greg Peterson Experience on VEASAN, the Sports Bank Network. And Sean, we touched upon some basketball in the last segment. Now let's turn it over to football. And in terms of... What we're seeing in college football, we'll get your take on action in a minute, but I know that there's an SEC game that you're taking a look at, and I think it's going to be an interesting one because something that I talked about a little bit earlier on the show is LSU and the fact that currently they're ahead of a one-loss USC team. I sort of disagree with it a little bit. Now they have to go on the road and face off against Arkansas in a line that you're seeing LSU laying only three points, which typically when you find an unranked team facing off against a top-10 team, You'd expect it to be a little bit more demonstrative. I think bookmakers are trying to tell us a little bit of something, and I don't necessarily disagree with their thoughts. Yeah, I mean, I'm uh, I'm all over Arkansas here as a home dog. This is I I on our uh, sports gambling podcast last week. My money line dog was LSU. Came through in a big way, uh, knocking down Alabama. I think that was like plus three ninety. Uh, that was pretty sweet, but this is just a this is just a classic letdown spot for LSU, right? You beat Alabama at home, and then you go on the road to an Arkansas team um, that I think is kind of a tough matchup for them. I, I know LSU needs the game to maybe try and get into the SEC championship, um, but they might be able to figure out a way to get in even without it. I, I just love Arkansas at home. I mean, the way they celebrated anytime. <laughs> You know, I have a rule uh, uh, hoops here for, for college football and college basketball. Anytime a fan base storms the field or the court, I'm looking to fade that team the following week. So uh, I like Arkansas here as a home dog. I mean, they, they've been great on the ground too, rushing for 
246 yards per game. I think this is a good spot for him. The Tennessee goalposts are currently in the middle of like some body of water right now. Agree as well as we all remember that one. Oh man, that's always a lot of great fun. And what else is great fun is I mentioned it just before the break. We're in the middle of 27 straight days in which we will have at least one college or pro football game. And we've got Maction on Wednesday and all three of the games that we're seeing there are anywhere between a pick to a three-point line. The biggest favorite is Kent State, laying two and a half total on this game, anywhere between 55 and a half and 56. In terms of the three games that we've got for Wednesday, any game that you have sort of scoped out and you really like on this card? Yeah, I, I like Bowling Green there as a home dog, uh, catching plus two and a half. Kent State is just not been good on the road, 0-5. Oh, uh, again, Bowling Green, all they got to do to be bowl eligible is win this game. It's senior night. I, I think Bowling Green, uh, their passing offense, going to have some opportunities. Matt McDonald, quarterback for Bowling Green, likes to air it out. I think he gets a couple of those deep shots. That's all they need, I think. And uh, Bowling Green's defensive line has also been pretty good. So I think they are going to be able to slow down Kent State enough Hit a couple deep shots. And again, Kent State on the road. I, I, I'm i surprised Bowling Green closed here uh, as a home dog, but I, I definitely think there's some value here. Yep, I do think so as well. Something that we were talking about about a minute or two ago was just that, you know what, you think that USC being behind LSU is probably going to be a little bit short-lived, but the team that is immediately ahead in terms of the rankings of LSU, that would be Oregon. And Oregon, they're going to be finding themselves in a relatively fascinating game because with Oregon, you've had Bo Nix be able to step up all season long for this team, but I just still can't get over the name Bo Nix in general. I'm not sure if you're sort of in the same mindset, but it's really weird to see Bo Nix playing really, really good football. Currently, they're a 13.5-point favorite at home against Washington. This is a big-time rivalry between these two schools. I actually attended one of these Oregon versus Washington games. It was the first start of Justin Herbert, and I think Oregon gave up 70 points in that game, so that was <laughs> not too terrific. But that said, I take a look at this spot, and with Oregon, I think they should be able to get it done. I just I can't bring myself to lay 13.5 points, though. Yeah, I'm with you. I, if I had to choose a side here, I'm taking Oregon laying the number. Um, just because historically Washington has really struggled against Oregon, two and fifteen straight up, and two fourteen and one in the last seventeen games against Oregon. Now, normally the spread isn't this high. To your point, it is a rivalry game, but I think if Oregon wants to try and make some noise and try and get into that college football playoff with one loss, I think they're gonna. I think they're gonna have to run up the score a little bit. I know, you know, things have changed a little bit from back in like the BCS days or when the computer was doing it or it was just the coaches poll. But I still think if Oregon wants a shot at the college football playoff, they got to run up the score. And again, I've been a kind of been a hater at times of Bo Nix. I believed in Oregon week one, and then they got destroyed by Georgia. Uh, but then I was, I was looking to fade Oregon when, when UCLA came to town, because I thought that would be the time Bo Nix would collapse. But the fact that they beat UCLA and the way they beat UCLA is like handily. I think they felt like they controlled that game the entire game. I think this is a, um, yeah, I'm, I'm on uh, Oregon here. It's close, but uh, uh, to your point, the spread is pretty high at 13 and a half, maybe a good tease candidate. It might be. And this is a game in which the spread isn't so high. And we're going to see if this is a little bit of a bounce back spot. Clemson who looked terrible against Notre Dame last week. They're now playing also Louisville, and they're a touchdown favorite with a total of 52. We know that there is a little bit of quarterback controversy brewing as to what we saw last week out there in South Bend. I take a look at Clemson, though, and I feel like this is a really good bounce-back spot for them being at home, even with the questions and all. I'm not sure if you're in agreement or not, but seven feels like a good buy-low spot on Clemson. Yeah, I'm with you. I'm taking Clemson for sure here at minus seven. Um, and the more I think about this game, the more I look at it, the more I, I do like Clemson at minus seven. I, I, I don't know what the look ahead line was, but I'm obviously it was way higher. Um, and then just an ugly loss by Clemson at Notre Dame, but Clemson just, you know, what are they 20 and Oh, straight up in the last 20 games at home. Like they, they figure out how to win games at home, even games they shouldn't have won. Like they should have lost to Syracuse at home. They ended up winning that. And this Louisville team, I don't think. Um, is quite as good as, as Syracuse, at least how Syracuse was playing 
uh, that day against Clemson. And Clemson's rush defense is very good. 89 yards per game. Again, they're a different team at home. I know they've struggled with the quarterback situation. Turnovers are an issue. But, I, you know, coming off a three-touchdown loss to Notre Dame, this is a bounce-back spot if I ever saw one. And Louisville really struggles historically at Clemson. So, yeah, I like Clemson a lot, lane seven. Yep, I am right there with you in that one as well. And then this is a game that I'm just throwing out there because it's such an oddity. We've got a total of right around 57.5 and Ohio State laying 40. Indiana <laughs> versus Ohio State. Any sort of a take on this one? Because, I mean, if Ohio State can't get to 56, there's a good chance that this game goes under. I mean, it's just, it's such a strange game because if you like Indiana, you probably also like the under, but... Boy, that's something we haven't seen quite a in quite a long time. A 40-point spread with a total of 57 and a half. Yeah, and I don't know what to make of this Ohio State team, right? Like they they let Northwestern hang around for way too long. Um, do they come back and put the pedal to the metal and and totally blow out Indiana at home? That's what I would think. But again, like their their offense has had some hiccups there. Um, it's not quite the well-oiled machine that you would expect. Again, it, you know, you're kind of picking, um, you know, looking for chinks in the armor here of this dominating Ohio State team. A 40, you know, my model has it at 42. I don't know these spreads that get so big. I always have trouble. I would say uh, if I had to pick a side here, I'm going Ohio State laying the 40 for the bounce back spot because when you only beat Northwestern by 14, I think it feels like a loss. And they're not going to be looking ahead to Maryland. So I think they're going to be fully committed to this game. Now, the following week, Maryland, that could end up being, uh, that could be a situation where you maybe look to Maryland and the points as a home dog as they inevitably look ahead towards Michigan. But uh, back at home, I think they get it done against Indiana. And Sean, I do salute anyone that would have the stones to lay the 40 with Ohio State and also take a look at the under. Because yeah. for both of those that cash at the same time, that is what we like to call in the industry thread threading the needle. But a man that I know is able to thread the needle because you're always on point, my friend. That'd be you, Sean. You do amazing work over there at the Sports Gambling Podcast Network. I see all the Eagles gear behind you. I know that you're having a great season with that and so much more. Always do appreciate it. Thank you. Thank you, man. Always appreciate uh, having me on and go birds eight. No, let's go. Yes, sir. And they're going to be looking to go nine and oh, 10 and oh, as it's a very favorable schedule the next few weeks for the Philadelphia Eagles. And it's a favorable schedule for us because we do have college basketball on tap for Wednesday in the final segment here of the Greg Peterson experience. Going to give you guys my DK nation write up for the hard one and so much more here on VEASAN, the Sports Bank Network. At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. I'm Katia Adler, host of The Global Story. Over the last 25 years, I've covered conflicts in the Middle East, political and economic crises in Europe, drug cartels in Mexico. Now I'm covering the stories behind the news all over the world in conversation with those who break it. Join me Monday to Friday to find out what's happening, why, and what it all means. Follow The Global Story from the BBC wherever you listen to podcasts. Zumo Play is your destination for endless entertainment. With a diverse lineup of 350 plus live channels, movies, and full TV series, you'll easily find something to watch right away. And the best part? It's all free. Love music? Get lost in the 90s with iHeart 90s. Dance away with hip hop beats and more on the iHeart Radio music channels. No logins, no signups, no accounts, no hassle. So what are you waiting for? Start streaming at play.xumo.com or download from the app and Google Play stores today. All you can stream with Zumo Play. It's time for today's Lucky Land horoscope with Victoria Cash. 
Life's gotten mundane, so shake up the daily routine and be adventurous with a trip to Lucky Land. You know what they say, your chance to win starts with a spin. So go to LuckyLandSlots.com to play over 100 social casino-style games for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Get lucky today at LuckyLandSlots.com. Available to players in the U.S., excluding Washington and Michigan. No purchase necessary. VGW Group. Void or prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions. Supply. You're experiencing Hoops Peterson himself on VSIN, the sports betting network. All sports are in full swing, and Bet Rivers Online Sportsbook is your home for the latest lines, odds, and boosts. Whether you're a football, hockey, basketball, or baseball fan, Bet Rivers has you covered. Join us every week for new promotions like the Tuesday Hockey First Goal Score Insurance. Right in college football bet plus get Sunday football parlay insurance and so much more. Head on over to betrivers.com or download the Bet Rivers app today as it's a whole new game. This is the final segment of the Greg Peterson Experience here on Visa and the Sports Bank Network. Big thanks to Sean Green of the Sports Gambling Podcast Network who joined me the last two segments. Talked a little college football, talked a little NBA. Now we wrap things up, taking a look at a little college basketball as well. So yeah, you guys covered on everything that there is to bet on here in the sports betting world. And just a little bit of a friendly reminder coming up after myself is going to be a pre is going to be a replay of the Greg Peterson experience. And if you're listening to a replay 4 a.m. Pacific, 7 a.m. Eastern, follow the money with Miss Mitch Moss and Paul Howard. They're going to be coming your way, but also coming your way right now is the DK Nation pick that I've got on the college basketball board for this Wednesday. And Probably want to take this sooner rather than later as we're seeing this number move all over the place. 306-631, 306-632, Louisville. They are playing us to Bellarmine. And this is a Bellarmine team that we are finding earlier as a 12-point underdog. Right now, as I look on Bet Rivers, they are finding themselves as now a 10.5-point underdog. I was looking at a few other books, and I was seeing at BetMGM, I was still seeing a 12.5 out there a few minutes before I came on to do this segment. So... It's a number that's moving all over the place, and all the steam is coming in on Bellarmine, and I'm on Bellarmine as well. Bellarmine won the Atlantic Sun Conference Tournament, and the only reason why they couldn't make the NCAA Tournament last year is due to an archaic rule in which the NCAA requires a team to be at the D1 level for a full three seasons before they're eligible for the NCAA Tournament. Why they have this rule, I have absolutely no idea. That said, they do have this rule. And then for Louisville. They lost to D2 Lenoir Rhine, who went 10 and 18 at the D2 level last season in an exhibition to get tuned up for the season. And they got Louisville's in for a very, very long and sad season. L. Ellis is pretty much the only guard on this team. He averaged about eight and a half points per contest. Not a great three-point shooter, but he's able to give you a little bit of something out there in the backcourt. They've got nobody to bring the ball up at all. And I recognize the Bellarmine, they lose Dylan Penn, who was Mr. Do-It-All for the team. 16 points, 5 assists, 4.5 rebounds per contest. He was rock solid, but Bellarmine has a good, distinct style. They've got a tremendous coaching staff that has done amazing work of being able to get these guys to fire in on all cylinders. They've got someone like a Justin Betts, who's back in the fold. He was able to give you 7 points, 7 boards. He's able to give you 3 assists per contest. Nice 6'4", a little bit of a Swiss Army knife guy. So I think that he's going to be able to have quite a bit of success for this team and for Louisville. Jalen Withers is solid down low. He's able to give you five plus rebounds per game. He's not going to be the problem. Brandon Huntley Hart, Brandon Huntley Hetfield. That's a long one to say. He comes in from Tennessee after he was a top 75 recruit for the class of 2021. Very solid low post player, but who's going to be able to shoot threes for Louisville? The world may never know because I don't think that they're going to be taking too many for this season. You've got Kenny Payne, who I do think is doing actually a very solid job as a coach of this team, but just completely outgunned right now for Bellarmine. They bring back quite a few guys from that team that was able to win the Atlantic Sun Tournament last season, like a Kurt Huff. He's going to need to step up after he had seven points, four and a half boards per contest last season. You're looking at Sam, guys like Sam Devault needing to do a little bit more for this team as well, but I do think that Bellarmine did a very solid job of just recruiting in general, and I think what is going to be really key for them, just finding a little bit more three-point shooting. Alec Frem, he is back after he was able to pour in their 7.5 points per contest, shot 46% from three. He's really going to be looked to as a guy to really go bombs away from three-point range after they lose C.J. Fleming from a season ago, but 
Getting double digits here with Bellerman, I think, is good value. I set Bellerman as a five and a half point underdog, so I am looking at the Knights of Bellerman to be able to cover the spread. Also, did set my total at a 130 and a half, so you know, at the 135 and a half, I think that you're going to be seeing a lot of defense. You've got a Bellerman team that has ranked in the bottom 25 in terms of total possessions per game each out of the last two seasons, so I am diving under to go along with the Knights of Bellerman. You've got a few games on the extra games board that I've yet to hit on, and this is one that I think is intriguing. 306-633, 306-634. San Diego, the Toreros, are going to be playing us to Florida Gulf Coast. Dunk City is a six-point underdog. Donald's game is 145.5. Florida Gulf Coast, I fear, is getting a little bit overvalued right now because they had that big win over USC. A USC team has just completely gutted down low. They're having to give guys like Joshua Morgan and company quite a few minutes because... Vincent Iwuchuku, one of the top recruits for the class of 2022. Very unfortunate situation. He actually collapsed in off-season workouts, so you wish absolutely nothing but the best. But Dunk City, they now bring in Patrick Chambers, and he's going to be looking to do some good things for our program. That They were one of the better mid-majors in all of college basketball a few seasons ago. They've sort of fallen off the table a little bit, but you've got a guy in Steve Lavin who is looking to bring a little bit of shine back to the Toreros, who... May recall many, many years ago, knocked a few count in the NCAA tournament. But what I like about this San Diego team is that they've got all sorts of versatility. As Siko Sishu Jawara, who shot 42.5% from three point range last season at Weber State, he comes in. He had 17 points in the season opening game for San Diego. You've also got Marcellus Erlington. He was able to put in there 13.5 points, six half boards per contest. So he, I think, is going to be very good for this team. And then they bring in a pair of guys that they average double figures at the Pac 12 level last few seasons. Eric Williams Jr. for Oregon, and then Jaden Dallaire. He should be able to bring a little bit more just oomph down low for this team. And then you take a look at the Florida Gulf Coast bunch, and they did a good job of being able to add some three-point shooting as well. As You've got Isaiah Thompson. He shot over 40% from three-point range at Purdue last season. He had 16 points in the season opening win against USC. Chase Johnson came in off the bench. He was a good three-point shooter while he was at Stetson. He was able to average right around 14 to 15 points per contest there. He came in. He had 20. Demir Bishop is someone that he can't forget about. He comes in from the Atlantic 10. And you still have guys like Caleb Cato and Sylers Largie. They're holdovers from the old regime before Chambers was able to come in. But I question where the rebounding is going to come from. Yeah, Zach Anderson, who was able to pull in 10 rebounds in that season opening game against USC. I think that might be a little bit of a flash in the pan. Last season, four dunk city, five points, right around four and a half or three and a half rebounds per game. He's got six foot seven size. He's not necessarily like the strongest of guys. So I do think that there's a little bit of an advantage down low for San Diego. I think that Jaden Delaire is going to be the best low post player in this game. And that is going to allow San Diego to be able to take control of this game. I did set San Diego as an eight-point favorite. And if you take a look at the history of Steve Lavin and the way that he coached while he was at St. John's, his teams really didn't take a lot of threes. They played a little bit more of a controlled style. They played good defense. So I do think that this total is thrown a little bit out of whack based on what we saw. And for Florida Gulf Coast, they played really good defense against USC. USC could not get to that 62-point barrier. I believe that was a 73-61 to 61 game. So I do think that Dunk City could be playing quite a bit of defense in this game. I'm willing to take the under. I set my total more on a 135 rather than a 145 and willing to lay up to 8 with San Diego as well. And then we've got Florida A&M taking on Portland. Portland, I am seeing as about a 21 to a 21 and a half point favorite in your total on this game. is anywhere between 138 and a half and 139. This is going to be one of your very, very late games. I'm seeing a straight 22 out there as well. And this is one that I'm going to be gauging a little bit more in the AM. I'm in between the 21 and the 22 that I'm seeing. I've made Portland a 21 and a half point favorite. Florida A&M, they got completely dump trucked by Oregon. And what I can tell you right now is that though I'm a little bit more undecided on the side, I'm going to let the... Line movement itself dictate itself. I do like this total under. I set my total at 134.5, mostly seeing right around about a 138 out there. And when it comes to Florida A&M, even when they had all of their pieces a few seasons ago, this was still a team that they had a... They still weren't really taking a lot of threes in terms of percentage of their shots that they took from three-point range. They ranked in the bottom 25 darn near every single season in D1 college basketball since his current coaching regime has been in there. And then for Portland, Shante Leggins has done amazing work with this team. They've had Moses Wood deal with a little bit of an injury to begin the season, but that said, you've got someone like Tyler Robertson. He's able to give you 13 points, six half boards. He's able to shoot well from three-point range. 
Someone like a Mike Meadows, who had 18 points in the season opener. He's able to do a nice job giving you three assists, 10 to 11 points per game. This team has been very good in the way that they've been able to attack the transfer portal for Florida and um they pretty much returned one guy that averaged more than three points per game for them last season, and that would be Dominguez Stevens, who he came in from Seton Hall. He only averaged right around like five points per game himself last season, so it's very much a bereft of talent. Florida A&M team, Florida A&M, I think, is going to get completely boat raced on the glass as well as they really got decimated by Oregon night number one. I think that we're going to be seeing much of the same. They need someone like Jalen Bates, who had 7.5 rebounds to be able to step up for them in this game and I don't think that that is going to be coming with Portland willing to lay up to a 21 with them so I'm going to be waiting a little bit on the AM on that and I'm going to be diving under and then that brings us to the pro tip I'm going to be making sure that I don't do this visa.com slash subscribe for all of our pro tips as we give one out every hour on this program and don't make bets that sort of contradict themselves. Instead, maybe take a look at something different. Like I was talking about Ohio State versus Indiana with Sean Green. Rather than firing in on both Ohio State to lay 40 points and also taking a look at the under of 57.5, it would make a little bit more sense to just take the Indiana team total under. And coming up at 4 a.m. Pacific, 7 a.m. Eastern, it's Follow the Money with Mitch Moss and Paul Howard here on VEASAN, the Sports Bank Network. Check out the VEASAN store for the latest and greatest in sports betting fashion. We have more than 40 shirt designs, including our most popular one, Cash and Tickets is what it's all about. You'll find VEASAN shirts and hats for any occasion. And they're all made to order, so you can find the right disorder, so you can find the right disorder, so you can find the right disorder, so you can... At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. From BBC Radio 4, Britain's biggest paranormal podcast is going on a road trip. I thought in that moment, oh my God, we've summoned something from this board. This is Uncanny USA. He says, somebody's in the house, and I screamed. Listen to Uncanny USA wherever you get your BBC podcasts. If you dare. Zumo Play is your destination for endless entertainment. With a diverse lineup of 350 plus live channels, movies, and full TV series, you'll easily find something to watch right away. And the best part? It's all free. Love music? Get lost in the 90s with iHeart 90s. Dance away with hip hop beats and more on the iHeart Radio music channels. No logins, no signups, no accounts, no hassle. So what are you waiting for? Start streaming at play.xumo.com or download from the app and Google Play stores today. All you can stream with Zumo Play. Xfinity has free premium networks for everyone this month, no matter what kind of entertainment you love. Addicted to true crime? Catch killer cases and more spine-tingling shows on A&E Crime Central. Crave adventure? Explore Asian action movies on Hayah. Searching for something extreme? Check out skating, snowboarding, and more on Fuel TV Plus, the global home of action sports. And find crowd-pleasing bops on iHeartRadio's Hit Nation playlist. There's new free shows and movies to love every week. Say free this week in your Xfinity voice remote.